Welcome to Money, Mindset, and Marketing for Photographers. I'm your host, business coach, and former photographer, Safina Duke. Let's challenge the rules of how you think you should be doing business. We'll look at what it really takes to sell your work for thousands of dollars and attract the clients who will love to pay you for it. Listen on to start creating your dream portrait business. Hello guys, welcome to the first episode of 2022. I'm so excited to be here with you. Still, we made it into another year. I have been setting my goals and my intentions for the new year. They're actually really funny. Like some of them are just to go to a concert and some of them are to be able to do a (laughs) pull-up and some of them are like my revenue goal for the year, which if you've listened to some of the previous podcasts, my revenue goal for this year is $100,000. And I want to talk about one other intention that I've set this year for my business, which is kind of this idea that I heard from a mentor, which is like, don't set just the revenue goal and be like, I'm, oh, I'm not at $100,000. I'm not at $100,000 yet. Because then the whole entire year, you're going to be like failing all the way until you get to your revenue goal. And so it's the idea to set another goal that's like, how do I know that I am being the person that's going to get to $100,000. It's like a non-monetary, non-dopamine hit type of goal and more of like a, am I showing up like this every day type of goal. So for me, that other goal that goes along with my revenue goal is to fully embody that thoughts create results. So if you're new to my space and you're new to the idea that your thoughts are creating your results and your reality, then let's just talk about that for a second, right? Our our brains are so conditioned because of society, because of school, because of everything that actions create results. And so many people come to me and are like, how I'm doing it wrong. I need to do it differently. Like I need, what, what do I need to do differently? What strategy do I need to do differently? And it's because we've been just taught that like, Hard work creates results. Time put in creates results. Actions, the right way of doing things creates results. And that's just not true. And the way we know it's not true is because I know way too many people that work way too hard and see absolutely no results for it. And at the same time, all of the billionaires in the world are not working more hours of the day than you and I. In fact, they're probably working less. So there's something more to it. There's a thought behind our action. There's a feeling behind our actions. And that is our energy. That is what is behind all of the results that we're creating and the reality that we're seeing in our business. And if you focus on that, you're going to be a thousand times more efficient. So I've done this in my past business. I've done this with my clients and I've done this in my coaching business. And My goal this year is just to like believe it one step more. And every time my brain wants to try to like be like, you're doing it wrong. Like you should go figure out a different way to do your business. You should go figure out a different strategy. Basically, my goal is kind of just to bring it back quicker, just to notice quicker. Like, no, that's not the problem. The problem isn't like that you did this thing wrong, that you wrote the wrong words or whatever. Like it's not about any of those things. And the way that I am doing that is through coaching, through seeing how my exact thoughts play out into my business, and also 
through being intentional with deciding what I want to think, what does serve me, what will serve the version of me that like has all of the things that I already want. What does that person think? Who is that person being? And so I'm doing this in all areas of my life. I'll give you a couple examples really quickly. Number one, on New Year's Eve, we had our really good friends over. They're like our our only couple friend that we like consistently see all the time. And they were our, our old neighbors and we always have them over for New Year's and like play poker and it's so fun. So we were playing poker and I got down in my chips and it's like, it got late. You know how on New Year's you're like trying to stay up and trying to make it to midnight. And then you're just like, well, we, we were trying to stay up and we started a poker game. And then next thing you know, it's like we're hours into the poker game and now it's really late. So it's like 3 a.m. And I'm down to, we're down to the last two people. And I was down like a bunch of chips and I was telling myself, thoughts create results. Thoughts create results. The way that you think about the last chips that you have, the way that you think about, oh, am I losing? Am I about to lose? The way that you think about all of those things creates your results. So I kept practicing that throughout the whole game. And I actually got back to where like we were even in chips. And then the blinds went up and I kind of lost. But still, I got back a little bit and I practiced it and I'm not perfect at it yet. But that's one example of how I'm practicing. And another fun one for me is that we made the decision to pull my daughter out of one of her school daycare programs that she was in. And so two full days of the week, she will be with me, which I'm really excited about. I raised my first kid that way. I had him with me all the time. And now she's going to be with me. And let me tell you, this girl is a freaking handful. Like she is, she just asks for drinks all the time. She asks for food all the time and she talks to you all the time and she gets into everything and she's so cute that she could just do whatever she wants and get away with it. Literally, that's my daughter. <laughs> Gives you a little peek into how I parent her also. But anyways, she's a handful and all the old thoughts are coming up. The thoughts that we're conditioned with that time is what creates results. So if you have less time, you're not going to be able to get as far in your business. If you can't you know, put those hours in, you're going to have less money coming in. Like all of those things are coming up again. And thankfully, I've already had to deal with learning how to manage my time because I used to have like two kids at home with from COVID and everything. I used to be e-learning and doing all that stuff. So it's kind of just like a little chance for me to sharpen up those skills too of being like, okay, I can plan my time. I can create my own results with my thinking, not with how much time I'm having in the day. So that's just a little sneak peek into how my world is changing this year. And today I want to talk about the coolest thing, recovery. Recovery in this instance means how you talk to yourself when you fail, when you don't show up, when things don't go as planned, when you get off track, all of those things. I've noticed this as a very important theme 
in my clients' businesses, in my business, and also as I started to really focus on the way I was eating in October of last year and just really like start going hard in the gym, start going hard on my fitness journey, it's like a parallel between both of the worlds is the way that you the way that you treat yourself and the way that you treat your goals after you have messed up. <laughs> and I think that it makes a huge difference in your results. And I love to give analogies into the health world because I want you to just think about your business in the same way. And I'm going to give you specific examples for your business too, but just think of it from like kind of a less attached perspective, right? Like if, if, you're thinking about your business, sometimes it just feels so real to you and you feel so in the muck right now. But if you think about it from somebody who's maybe just doing a different goal than you, then it's not as like emotionally charged, right? So the way that I have found so much success in consistently training my body and consistently like getting my body to – my goal right now for this year is to get to like a lower body fat percentage. And it's the first time in my life that I've ever been able to stay on track on anything. And the reason why is not because I've been perfect at it. It's because of the opposite. In the past, when I would eat, I would be like eating so well, right? And I'd be following maybe some diet and then I would be just following it to a T. Everything would be perfect. And then there would be one day where maybe I got sick and I couldn't cook and I ordered food and the food wasn't part of the diet. And I told myself that I had gotten off track or I told myself, well, since I cheated on the diet yesterday, it's okay if I just like order more food today. <laughs> and I noticed that trend in myself like all the time where I'd be like, oh, I've been eating so badly this week. I'm going to keep eating badly because once I really get back on this thing, I am not going to stop. <laughs> and so what I was doing was just like extending the period of being off track by telling myself that I had gotten off track, telling myself that I wasn't supposed to be doing that, and basically just like not having any room for mistakes or failure or unplanned circumstances. So what would always happen is I would let I would be doing such a good job. I would see results. I would feel like healthier and smaller and my clothes would fit better and I would mess up or I would go on vacation or I would get sick or my kids would be crazy all day and I just didn't have the mental energy to plan or to follow my diet or whatever, right? Like whatever pops up. And what would happen is that I would keep the being off the track thing going in my head for so long that I would just wait until I got physically uncomfortable again to start the process of going back on the diet or going back on the program or whatever it is. And so it's it would always yo-yo like that. Like it would yo-yo to if you're familiar with like the upper limit problem or the lower limit it's from the book, The Big Leap. I highly recommend that book. It's one of my favorites, but it's like an upper limit problem. It's like I would yo-yo to the part where I felt like I was unhealthy 
and I was uncomfortably unhealthy. Like there was a part where I was comfortably unhealthy. And then there was a part where I was like, nope, this is my max. This is my uncomfortable limit. I need to go back. And then I would go all the way down to the point where I was like comfortably healthy. And, and now I'm so much more aware of how I am speaking to myself, how I'm narrating the events that happened and how I'm telling the story to myself when things don't go as planned. So for example, I started this new journey in October. I'm trying to lose body fat. I'm counting my macros. I'm eating my body weight and protein every single day in grams of protein. And I'm doing great at it, right? But then I went to Calgary to visit my family for like, it was like the week before Thanksgiving. And I was in there for a week And usually I didn't have control over like where we were eating or what we were eating, right? It was with a bunch of people and I just went with the flow and I was like, okay, I am drinking red wine every night. Like I'm eating, I'm not counting my macros. There's no way I'm hitting exactly what I'm supposed to. And that entire week I did not hit my macros. And what I chose to do was come home and not make that mean anything about my fitness. And not say, oh, I feel so terrible. I need to go like eat some ice cream, right? And so you'll see if you're like, how does this relate to my business? I mean, you should start thinking about it for yourself. But you'll see also how it will relate to your business as we keep going. And then the next week, it was Thanksgiving. And I ate. I let myself eat things on Thanksgiving. And I didn't eat perfectly. And I felt stuffed all day. And the difference I've noticed that's worked so well for me is like, how long does it take me to decide to bounce back to my program? Do I wait until I get back to feeling like super uncomfortable and terrible about myself to be like, oh, I need to make a change again? Or do I just not make it mean anything? I don't, I'm just like, oh yeah, it was Thanksgiving. Of course I'm going to eat badly for one day. It's okay. Nothing happened. Nothing went wrong. I didn't go backwards. I didn't mess it up like that was supposed to happen. And so I have been doing that throughout the entire holidays. And I've been, I have not spent like one holiday where I counted macros. I let myself eat whatever I wanted, do whatever I wanted over the holidays and just bounce right back to it every single time. And that is like the key to the success. And the funny thing is that we start to feel so off track and it's just our brain. Like (laughs) that happened to me over New Year's. I started to feel... So I was like, oh my God, I really did it this time. I badly for two days. My body's completely changed. And it's just my brain being dramatic, right? I got back into it and it took me like a few days for my body to feel back to normal. So that's what I want to talk about. So now bringing this back into your business, let's notice the way that you talk to yourself and tell yourself things when they're not going perfectly. For example, let's say you had an entire day planned for yourself and you actually like woke up that morning and you just felt really off and maybe your kids were like all screaming at each other and they were screaming at you and you were screaming at them and then you wanted to cry and you just felt like really down and what you actually did that day is you went and laid in bed and you just like slept and watch TV and like ate cookies all day. (laughs) Like, let's say that happens. What do you want to make that mean? 
right? Like to me, when my clients tell me things like that, I'm like, okay, that was one day. Like one day is not going to make or break your business. What a lot of people do is they start to, they have like this idea that they can't follow through on things and that they're always failing on things. And then they use the one off day as like a confirmation of that idea, of that self-concept. Like, oh yeah, I'm never going to be able to I'm never going to be able to get my tasks done. Something's always going to come up. It's always going to be too hard. I'm going to fail, all of those things. And then they keep telling that story, keep repeating that story. And it turns into the entire week being like that or the entire month being like that. So think about your bounce back rate. Like what is when the things go wrong. So a lot of people have an idea that like nothing's supposed to go wrong, right? Like when I was just talking about dieting, it's like that's how we approach our diets. We're like, we cannot go off this diet or we'll be back off the bandwagon. We'll be unhinged. (laughs) I don't think I got that analogy right, but that's fine. People have this idea like things aren't supposed to be messed up. And so today it's all about like what, what if things are supposed to get messed up? How quickly can you get yourself back up? This would also show up in my business in a sales and marketing perspective where I would try really, really hard. I'd be like, I'm going all in on this thing. I'm going all in on selling this. I'm going all in on hitting this goal. I'm posting on Instagram all the time. And I would do it for a little bit. And then I would be like, I wouldn't get immediate results. I wouldn't feel like it was working. And I'd be like, I tell myself a story, right? My business isn't working. This is too much work. I'm feeling burnt out. And I would just completely stop working on it for like three months to give myself that break. And it's because of the way I was talking about it in my head. What it also is, is trusting that there's more than enough time for you to be a human who messes up and lives a life and also can build a successful business, right? Like if we look at my fitness example, health example, it's like that was so all or nothing. It was like either I'm getting skinny this week (laughs) and I'm doing it all right or I'm just not doing anything at all. And it's like, are you looking at your business that way? Or are you seeing that there are going to be so many ebbs and flows? There are going to be so many ups and downs. There are going to be times where you feel on top of the world because you've done something you never thought you could do ever in your business. And then you're going to set a higher goal and you're going to feel terrible again. And people are going to go through all sorts of things in the world around you and you're going to have to respond to all of those things at the same time. So it's like a long haul thing. And lastly, are you allowing yourself to fully process and tend to yourself when you have those really negative things happening to you in your life? Like even if it's just somebody saying no to you and you feel terrible because you really, really wanted a client and they said no and you feel scared and you have like this whole reaction to it, are you resisting that? Are you trying to outwork that? Are you trying to just like – skip past it? Or are you really giving yourself the time to like recover from all of the things that your business brings up? Like being visible, 
posting and having nobody like it. <laughs> Putting yourself out there and making a goal and then not hitting it. Making an offer and having absolutely nobody book with you. All of those things happen. Are you trying to skip past them and burn yourself out that way? Or are you willing to sit with yourself and really process through them so they're not like lingering throughout the rest of your months of your business? Those are the three things. The compassion for yourself, the trust in the time and the universe and the business to keep working even when human events come up, and the processing of emotions in real time so they're not lingering. That is the number one difference I see in my clients when they start to become really consistent consistently put themselves out there and consistently get revenue. And also, number one difference I see when I see people trying to change their health and mindset and bodies on social media and the way that we talk about ourselves when we inevitably fail and mess up and are not perfect. How do you want to tell that story to yourself? And what kind of story, what kind of narrative is going to help you to keep getting up the next day and showing up for that thing that you're so committed to that you so deeply want? Those are the questions you can ask yourself. And if you found this episode resonated with you, a really good companion episode is short-term versus long-term results. And that came out on August 17th, 2021, before I started numbering my episodes. So I'm not sure exactly what number it is, but you can go back to August 17th and find that one. And that will really help you to Find the right reasons to stay committed to your goals instead of always going for those short-term rushes. So I highly recommend that. That is all I have for you this week, and I'll talk to you next week. If you're ready to take your portrait business to the next level, you can work with me one-on-one in my six-month coaching program. We'll look at exactly how you've created your current results and dissolve all the ways you're still blocking income. Go to the link in the show notes and book your free business consultation call. And if you're loving the show, make sure you join us in the free Facebook community, Money, Mindset, and Marketing for Photographers. We'll see you in there.